When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Bleachers and Speakers. I'm your host, June, and this is our weekly North North Division chat with our rivals. Uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. By now, you should be already tuned in and hip to who these guys are. If not, you should be. And if you're not following their channels and following what they're doing, you're missing out. So we'll start with you, Dave. You can uh, go ahead and introduce yourself for the people. Hey, my name is Dave Stefano, and I'm from Vikings First and Skull. And I'm the Minnesota Vikings rep for FFSN. Hey. Everybody, how's it going? I'm Pay. I'm your Chicago Bears rep for the Fans First Sports Network. You can find us at the Bear Claw, wherever you get your podcasts. Foster, are you uh, representing Green Bay? Did you what what's going on here? No, nah, not at all. I'm, I'm still <laughs> I'm still rocking with my squad. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, and, and your squad is the Lions, man. Y'all y'all know y'all know who I am, man. Y'all y'all should be very familiar <laughs> with me. Got it. Just green might have looked sure. good on you. No, nah, this is maroon. Nah, I said the green might have looked good on you, man. Oh, the green might have. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's he's a Michigan State Spartan, so yeah, you know, he, yeah, he's also wearing green. Yeah, not not the 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 sign stealing uh, Wolverine. Hey, 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 Ooh, hey, hey, hey! That was tough. Everybody steals signs in college football. <laughs> Stop it! And I heard Jim Harbaugh was exonerated from that. Yeah, he didn't he didn't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyway, what's going on, guys? It's, it's episode 10. Uh, we've come a long way since uh, the first week. Um, it's a lot going on. We're at the midpoint of the season. And um, Detroit, we had a, the Lions had a bye week. And 
It's right at the mid-season point. You guys had games, and if you want to talk about your games, how the, how you think it went, uh, what went right, what went wrong, you can go right ahead. Pay. we can start with you. Uh, you always have an interesting take, no matter the outcome. So the floor is yours, brother. Uh-oh. Matter of fact, Dave, we'll start with you. <laughs> well, your Minnesota Vikings are playing with house money. Why is that? Okay. Because everybody's injured and we shouldn't be winning, but we are. Last week, we went up against... Um, oh, Atlanta. Man, I forget who it was. Um, Atlanta. Atlanta. The Falcons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, that's a little brain fart. Comes from getting older, gentlemen. You'll get there. <laughs> um, killing a lot of brain cells, too. But we go up against the Atlanta Falcons. And we had Jaron Hall, our rookie quarterback, starting... We got him in the fifth round. We're going to see. Everybody was excited to see how he was because, of course, everybody knows Kirk Cousins is done for the season with the ruptured Achilles. Well, Jaron Hall gets out there, and his first drive isn't so great. Second drive is really, really good. He drives all the way down the field. Takes good eight, nine minutes off the, the scoreboard, and then he tries to run it in and gets to the one, but he gets stopped. And in the process of getting stopped, he gets hit in the head. And then as he goes down, he slams his head against the turf and boom, Mm. out. Concussion. So we had to bring in our newest quarterback, Joshua Dobbs, who we traded for from the Cardinals that Tuesday. He got to the Egan on Wednesday. <laughs> He's sitting there on the sidelines with the offensive line going over cadences because they had not done that before. He had not taken a single snap in practice last week. He didn't have enough time. He knew all of about 20 plays. And he goes in. And then the first series was miserable. The second series, I think it was, is when he got sacked in the end zone for a safety, and we're like, oh, this is going to be a long day. And then the magic started. And he <laughs> went off. And the Vikings drove, score, drove, score. And we're the Vikings fans are excited because they see something they haven't seen in probably decades. We have a mobile quarterback. And he's now running all over the place, which is good because our run game didn't amount to much. And he's hitting passes. All the while, Kevin O'Connell is in his ear saying, hey, go to the wristband or telling the play through his headset, you know, it's going to be smash right, trips, whatever, you know, a normal NFL play length can to... And then, again, a normal, you're talking about a paragraph's worth of stuff. And he has to repeat exactly that to the entire huddle so they know Mm. what they're doing. And then Kevin O'Connell has to explain to him, translate in an offensive system that Josh knows what that means and that he needs to look out for the corner and the flat and that his primary receiver is going to be the slot. And the tight end should be coming across this way. And he's explaining that all in time before he gets cut off 
at the 15 second mark. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. And it was just, it was miraculous. And we're sitting there as fans, just giddy because it's found money is what the, what right. it feels like. And we came away with the victory and it was a fun, fun week and a victory Monday that's lasted now into all the way through Wednesday as we celebrate. And it, it's so, so cool. And it's a great story. And as everybody's heard, he's a rocket scientist. He literally is. Degree in aerospace Man. engineering. And he, every summer, interns with NASA. And NASA gave him the nickname this week of Pastronaut. And they're yeah. cheering him on. And the head of NASA said, hey, we're watching you the rest of the season. Go for it. And so this is a... It's a great story. How it turns out, you know, here in the future, as we roll down, because we're without Kirk Cousins, we're without uh, Christian Darisol, you know, the best left tackle in the league with his injury. Justin Jefferson has been out. Mm-hmm. It's just, we've had tons of injuries, but we still have Cam ways to win. And it, yeah, and yeah. we lost Cam Akers. And it's, but it's been fun. You know, we know we shouldn't be this good, but we are, and so we're enjoying it. No stress. Just imagine a, a good week of practice with Josh Dobbs. I mean, that's uh, a, a crazy ter- uh, story uh, coming in on Tuesday and have to be thrusted in the game on Sunday. Uh, and you don't even verbiage yet. So that's, you didn't even uh, know players' names. <laughs> and, so and that, he was just looking for white jerseys to come open right that's uh that's a tough position man but it's a great job by Dobbs man hey how's it going man what 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 what, what, what we sounding like uh man you sound like a two and seven team coming from over here <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So we lost our latest game of the campaign to get this time against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the Saints deployed all of Taysom Hill's and all his powers against us. Taysom Hill threw for a touchdown. He caught a touchdown. He ran for 70 yards. It, uh, Like I said uh, backstage, they, they pretty much put out a high school playbook on us and defeated us pretty, pretty easily. Mm. Um, we looked, it was, it was tied up at halftime, which surprised me. I, I did a crosstalk episode with our New Orleans Saints affiliate brothers mm. on the Fans First Sports Network. I told them 17-9. I had no, no belief that this team could even score a touchdown. And they scored a touchdown before I even got the game on. I, I was shocked. And that's pretty much where my, sh- that's pretty much where it stopped right there. Um, we went into halftime. Go ahead. I was about to say it was 17-17 after the third quarter. It was. It was. It, it was 14-14 and a half. It would have been 17-14 our way going into half, but we our good old friend Doink caught us <laughs> caught us again at uh at, you know <laughs> as we tried to hit that field goal as time expired. If you if if you remember the last time the Bears made the playoffs, actually that wasn't the last time the Bears made the playoffs. When we lost to the eventual Super Bowl champs, the Eagles. Uh, that year could have beat them in the uh, I believe that was divisional round, and we had a game winning field goal, and then we hit the hit the crossbar twice, and mm. 
left, and that was pretty much the last time the Bears were competitive. Um, yeah, we went into halftime this game, 14-14 all, and then we turned the ball over three more times in the second half. I believe it was three times in the fourth quarter. And that pretty much sealed our fate. And if I tell you we turned the ball over three times in the fourth quarter, we only lost by seven. Um, you could you could say there's you, you could take a positive out of that, but not now when you're the Bears. <laughs> now when you're the Bears. Three turnovers in the fourth quarter. Not the game, just that quarter alone. Three turnovers yeah. in a quarter is crazy, let alone the fourth quarter. Very much crazy. Very much crazy. And the two of the two of the losses well, yeah, two of the losses we have this season in which we had the ball on a game on a game winning drive uh situation we lost on a turnover you remember week 2 Justin Fields threw a goal line interception that was returned for all of 2 yards for a touchdown while we was on a uh while we could have won that game against Tampa Bay and then this game Tyson Bajer after he threw two two interceptions in the fourth quarter he fumbled the ball uh to end that game pretty much and they kneeled it out which is Good news for the guys who had the under. Well, good news for the guys who had the Bears covering, but other if you had the Bears winning, no, not good news at all. Mm. Okay, so moving forward, Foster, uh, who's on? Who's next on the schedule for Sunday? So we got the San Diego Chargers, or no, the L.A. Chargers in L.A. Okay. coming up. And I presume that game is 4 p.m. Eastern since it's on the West Coast. I would think so. Oh, okay. Okay. So how you feel about that game going in? So um, I did have an opportunity to watch the Chargers play the Jets um, on, what was that, Monday? Monday they played the Jets. That was Sunday night. What? That was Sunday night, wasn't it? Was it Sunday no, that night? was Monday night. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that so was Monday. That was on Monday night. Um, and... What I took from that game is they definitely get after the quarterback. I think they stacked Wilson like eight times. Bosa had two. Khalil Mack had two and a half. Um, yeah. But overall, they had a, a ton of sacks. Um, and um, as far as what they're they're ranked defensively, they're ranked dead last against the pass. I, I think that um, one one thing that we shouldn't have an issue doing is is um, throwing the ball, assuming, you know, their uh, pass, you know, their pass rush isn't just, just totally destroying us. Um, but they're definitely, but, but they are, um, they're, they're tough against the run though, which is, you know, probably due to the fact that they have Bosa and and Mac and, and others. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, that, that, that's definitely one of their strengths. And then, um, obviously we're going to, we're going to have to stop them. They, they, they have a pretty, a, a pretty good pass game. They didn't have a good um the quarterback didn't have a good game this past week, but the Jets, you know, they kind of you know, they, they have a good really defense. Tough. Yeah, yeah, you know, secondary, you know, especially as well, but um mm-hmm. but yeah, Herbert Herbert uh definitely has some weapons. Um and Eckler, I think Eckler had two touchdowns, so he he's going to be a guy that we definitely have to key in on, but um I don't know. It it, it should. It, I think it is going to be. A, I think it's going to be a tough game just because I don't know. Those West Coast games are a little unorthodox. It's not. What, it's not what we're necessarily used to. And uh, but yeah, that, that that pass rush more than anything, the pass rush is 
is what I paid a lot of attention to. Is they were they were on they were on top of things as far as that pass rush. So okay, okay. Dave, what's up next for Minnesota? We play the Saints. And I'm sure we've looked at the Bears tape and taken what to do and more likely what not to do. And, <laughs> and applied it. And Josh Dobbs is learning some players' <laughs> names and he's studying some more. But I th- we have a chance. Our game is at home at U.S. Bank Stadium which surprisingly we're one and four at the bank this year. That should hopefully improve. The Saints have their own issues. Their coaching is poor. They have their cars, their quarterback. There's they can be beat. Derek Carr does not like to be blitzed. And as you all know, Minnesota blitzes like crazy. However, mm-hmm. last week we blitzed at our lowest rate of 50% than uh, we have before, but they're going to see a lot of blitzes. They're going to see quite a bit. Now, the question is, will Justin Jefferson be playing? We don't know, but he did come off of IR, and he's in that 21-day window. Will Christian Darisaw be playing? We don't know uh, because he hurt his ankle the Friday before last game. But we have David Quisenberry, in his place, who did great. Highest-ranking pass blocker last week. Did fantastic. So I'm not I'm not worried. Like I said, we're playing with house money. I'm just curious to see what Joshua Dobbs can do and the Vikings offense can do and the defense against Derek Carr and company. Now, they've got a couple good wide receivers and Olave and uh, there's another one. But that's... We'll see how it goes. I hope we come out with another win. Keep pace with the Lions, because that's all we got to do until we play you guys. All righty. Pay, what's up next for Chicago? The Bears are playing on Thursday night football again for the second time this season. I'm okay. shocked just as you. I don't I don't know why they are why they're on prime time. This will be the, the third prime time game for the Bears. Um they are welcoming Carolina Panthers into Soldier Field in Chicago. It will mm. be bl- a blue-on-blue game on the lakefront. Um, so as of 30 minutes ago, the Chicago Bears have uh, listed Justin Fields as doubtful for this game. He returned to practice late last, se- last week, but he's only, he's only you know been able to do walkthroughs. So they've got him as doubtful. So we got got another of the Tyson Badgett experience. Uh, he's he going to go for his second career win as a starter mm-hmm. against Carolina. Well, I mean, from the fan perspective, it's a win-win. We win this game, great feelings, and we got we send Carolina closer to the number one seed. We we lose the game, okay, we get closer to the number one number one draft select selection. Win-win. I this is I, I haven't felt this good about a game in years. What's the yeah, weather supposed think. to be like? Oh, the weather is going to be a beautiful 50, 50 degrees. Yeah. 50, yeah. 
You can't ask great for weather. more than that. You can't ask great for more weather for the November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you you do have you do have though that I think the Giants that are creeping up on that number one pick with, at their pace because they are <laughs> number one pick. They are dismal. Uh, they are horrible. Like that that's a bad football team. Um, sorry, but I've been watching them and paying attention to this number one pick because, to be honest, I do not want Chicago to have the first two picks of the draft. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I, speaking, I speaking about the Giants, uh, I mean, I, I don't disagree. They're not a, a very good team. But, I mean, mm-hmm. they do. They are pretty they are pretty good at uh, doing one thing at least. I mean, they can play good defense. I don't put that past them at all. Um, they they have they have some things they can lean on to be good later on, but what they have now versus uh, the positive versus the the negative is just mm-hmm. not gonna cut it. They are mm-hmm. like they can't hold their hang their head on a decent defense uh, with no offense. Just can't do it. NFL teams are too good. So, um, not and that division is is tough for them, especially their rivals in that in that division. Uh, they they play very well versus them. It's it's like every game counts with their rivals. So they're going to take those games serious, and I don't think they can compete with Washington, Philly, or Dallas in that division. So I think they lose all of those games to them. Yeah, they've got uh, one, two, four more games left in the division. Mm -hmm. And four more games total on the road for the rest for the rest of the season. Uh, That's bad. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They do have a game against New England. That's, that might be winnable. <laughs> but New England looks like they can play every now and then. <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think uh, versus Carolina, the Bears versus Carolina is a very, very good chance to win, even if you don't play Justin Field. Matter of fact, if I'm the coach, I try to win with what I have until – Justin Fields is uh, from doubtful uh, to questionable or even a better upgrade because with the quarterback that you have versus Carolina, I think you can get it done. So hopefully that's the case. Uh, Not out of draft perspective. I just, you know, I don't want, I want, (laughs) if you're going to play on Thursday night at home, I, I would like to see you guys win. I mean, you know, just 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 thinking out loud. And for those who are paying attention and really not seeing anyone from Green Bay uh, representing here today, we will have a representative uh, soon. I don't know if it's going to be on the next episode or the one after that, but there will be uh, a Green Bay representative. But until now, we'll enjoy not having to hear from a cheese. I think That's I think my panel nice. agrees. <laughs> but speaking of them, they won last week, surprisingly, against the LA Rams. <laughs> they put up 20 points. I don't know how, but 
They did, and they're coming up with, they play, I think it's at noon, the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday. So that should be a decent game. Well, I will go ahead, Pay. I will uh, speak for myself on this one. I, I, I uh, was, I was enjoying having a uh, Packer rep with us because that's the only thing that's making me feel good this this season. You know, <laughs> just what being 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 able to watch them also be terrible hey, that was, that that did you know warm my heart just a tad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and we all listen to Packers vent lines after the weekends, and listening to those just makes our wins all the better. Well, the two of them. The two (laughs) of them. Well, um, what was the case versus the Rams? I didn't think Matt Stafford was playing at all, right? No. Mm -mm, He was out. Okay, that that had to be the case. <laughs> had to be the yeah. case. <laughs> they started Brett Rippon at quarterback. Uh, the, the the Rams did, and he was just not capable of uh, moving the offense even a little bit. Jordan Love and the, Jordan Love and the Packers they weren't impressive uh, for the for most of the game that I watched. Um, it was just the Rams had nothing had nothing going for them on offense. Uh, that's pretty much how, how that story went. Well, Jordan Love is a professional quarterback there, Pay. He's a professional. He was he was groomed. He's been in the league. He's a professional quarterback. He's going to get it done. He's not like golf. Golf is horrible. And Jordan Love is a professional quarterback. Remember that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's about 95 professional quarterbacks in the world. If you're not if you're not <laughs> counting. If you're not counting the UFFL, XFL, and whatever FLs I'm missing. Um, so, yeah, I do agree. Jordan Love is one of the 95 professional quarterbacks. He gets paid. He gets paid to do his job. We, we know that much. Like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just spreading what was told what us we on our panel by an affiliate of ours. So. Jordan Love is a professional quarterback that gets it done. Highest quarterback rating in week number one. See, I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> oh, oh yes. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, going forward uh, with Dave, what, are, what what is the Vikings record now? Five and four? No, we're uh, – yeah, that's correct. Five and four. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean – we're one there's, and a half behind you guys. Yeah, there's nothing to be. You guys haven't had a bye yet, right? No, we don't have the no. bye week until we're 13. Us okay. and the Bears are going to take a trip down to the Bahamas. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to hang your head at this, considering all the things that's happened to be five and four in this division right now. It's not a bad looking story. Oh, no. And we've won four in a row. Hopefully Sunday will be five. Wow. And we have cemented the seventh seed in the playoff race as of now. We control Mm -hmm. our own destiny, as I've told you before. As long as we keep pace with you guys, 
we still have to play the Lions twice at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I did send you an interesting simulation. They did mm-hmm. 50,000 simulations on how the season would end, and they had the Lions finishing the second seed and the Vikings finishing the seventh, and that we'd play you in the wild card round. And that would mean we play you three out of the last four weeks. That would, that would be, be insane. Fun. That would be insane. That would be great football. It would be. Vision right? Yeah. Foster, are you froze? Yeah, he's froze. I think we blew his mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's having a hard time. To, three out of four weeks. No. So no, that. Just, we're, like I said, we're playing with house money. We shouldn't be. We're winning. Mm-hmm. We have a, still got a lot of talent, but we're th- the coaches are coaching their butts off, and it's a great thing to see. And if we keep winning, who knows? This could be a magical season. It almost feels like 2017. In 2017, mm-hmm. we had Sam Bradford come out the first week. We played mm-hmm. the Saints and destroyed them. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the next week, Sam Bradford's knee blows up. Or his knee. Yep, and this is after, of course, Teddy the previous year. And in comes Case Keenum, who had been just a a backup, basically, on and off starter, not very good. And he suddenly gets this golden horseshoe. Mm -hmm. And we went all the way to the NFC Championship. Yeah. And it was fun. We sort of feel like it's that sort of season for us this year so far. Now, wasn't that win versus uh, New Orleans? That was, yes. Yeah, that's where we had the Minneapolis uh, miracle in the divisional round. mm -hmm. And then we went to the championship against the Eagles. And uh, we got destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The lucky charm that Case Keenum wore out at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a good run, though. It was a good run, and who'd have thought? I mean, put a lot of stock into uh, uh, Hartman, and he had came off a, a a good season and was a big free agent signing for you guys. And for that to happen again, like, he's always had knee trouble. That was his, his biggest thing was his knees. So mm-hmm. to go out after the first game is, oh, that's disheartening. That's disheartening. Because he was throwing uh, great. And I yeah, think Sam Bradford, he if he had knees, would be probably a Hall of Famer. But yeah. He was that good. knees. But his knees. He was that good in college as well. Bradford was mm-hmm. the real deal. Hey, uh, your game is this Thursday night? It's tomorrow night, yes. Is it tomorrow night? Okay. Okay. I always look forward to Thursday night football. I don't care who's playing. I will sit there and watch it. I um, I will both. stop what I'm. I will stop what I'm doing. I will not watch any other program. I will turn on Thursday night football. So, I don't care who's playing. So I, I love. I, I think I'm in the minority. I love watching Amazon uh, football broadcasts. I think especially, they yeah, especially yeah. the uh, uh, the analytics uh, version of it. It's, it's pretty much like watching all 22, but with uh, 
but with uh, uh, more better graphics and and the, with the stats already on the on the on the screen, I get all immersed into that. I love it. Mm-hmm. Now, Carolina has one decent wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Adam Thielen. I, mm, I, his career. Uh, he is resurrecting his career. It's a lot of it's a lot of volume involved in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do I do like our chances of being able to cover him. Uh, we uh, the only thing we have to do is get to the quarterback, uh, which has been trying for us. But Carolina has not stopped anybody from hitting Bryce all season, so mm-hmm. it it should be a uh, a a better chance for us to win this game. Just with all the uh, variables that's present. Well, you traded for one of the Washington pass rushers. We can trade for Montez Sweat. He did play. He made his debut a few days a few days after touching down in Chicago. He played against the Saints. He had, I think, the fourth most amount of snaps of our defensive line. Um, he got a pass deflect. He got in. He got in and uh, disrupted a pass from Derek Carr. He. Um, he got a couple of pressures, had a couple of uh, run stuff and tackles. He didn't look bad in his uh, in his debut. I'm I'm, uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for what can happen once he gets fully acclimated with the team. Well, that's what I'm excited. Okay. I look forward to seeing him tomorrow night as we record on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So going forward, your record is what yours is five and four, Dave, with the Vikings and the Bears are is it two and seven? Two and seven. Two and seven. Okay. Okay. Well, it's not ideal. Um I mean where you want to be, but still a lot of football left. I mean, you know, to make improvements, to 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 see like when Whenever the Lions play, right, no matter what the record is, and we've had some very, very bad seasons, some miserable seasons, no matter what the record is, I feel like I'm okay if I'm entertained. If we go into a game where we just look like we don't belong out there, that's when it gets disheartening and disgusting. But if they're playing and getting, you know, and competing, and adding some kind of excitement, then I'm okay with it. But like I said, there's been many, many, and I mean many, Foster, don't get mad. There's been many years <laughs> of being one and eight and two and seven and three and, and six. The fans at this wearing juncture. brown paper bags over their heads. Oh, mm-hmm. man. It's, uh, it's, but uh, you still want to watch your team. You still want to see, uh, You still want to be entertained. You still want to watch and see the, you know, any kind of improvement, any kind of thing that, or or analyze what does my team need, like going into the offseason. I think that's that's one of the things, too, that I look forward to, because me and Foster have been watching these drafts these past three years and these free agency periods, and we we watched – Dan Campbell, like, kind of piece this team together uh, in a mold that he wants. Now, I may not – is it a winning formula? Uh, it remains to be seen. And now, I, I'm saying this even though we're 6-2. and two, It's still a lot of football left. You still have to win the playoff game. It's, it's just 
not written in stone if what he's doing personnel wise is working, but it's exciting to sit here and see it and watch it and manifest to see what it is first. So that's what we have. Me and Foster uh, look forward to Foster. You can add on to that. If you know, if I uh, missed anything or said anything out of pocket. No, I mean, it's just going to be nice to be able to watch a Thanksgiving game and know that we're playing for something. Because like you said, there's been so many games that by the time we get to Thanksgiving, it's, a foregone conclusion <laughs> that you know we're you know we want to win on Thanksgiving, but the season doesn't mean it over a lot. Yeah. Of time. <laughs> I don't Speaking know. of Thanksgiving, and Dave, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something on Thanksgiving. No matter what the record is with the Lions, there's always a sense of hope that they're going to win, and they play good enough to compete and wind up losing in the fourth quarter. Or the second well, half. One of, uh, I hope that isn't the case this season. You know okay. why? And you, you you say that for a reason, and I'm waiting to see why. <laughs> because They're in week Green 12, Bay? you guys play the Green Bay Packers <laughs> opening game on Thanksgiving. And I oh, hope, yeah. I hope oh, you yeah. guys yep. are doing, you know, the Madden turkey with the eight drumsticks and <laughs> having, having a good turnout. Now, we all look forward to this week and coming up. Tomorrow night, Pays Bears meet the Carolina Panthers in Soldier mm-hmm. Field, right? Weather yep. shouldn't be a big deal. It's not 34 degrees and raining sideways, which is a good thing. It's beautiful weather for November, as Pay said. You guys will play on Sunday in the 3 o'clock hour, the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, Herbert can tear you apart just to let you know. Don't let him. We play the New Orleans Saints on Sunday at noon. Hopefully, that's a good game and the magic continues. I'm just going to call it like it is. And also, Sunday at noon, you have the Packers for those cheese lovers playing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is five and four. Hopefully they're having their own issues, but hopefully they pull out the win against the Packers. <laughs> but it's the next two weeks after that, weeks 11 and 12, mm-hmm. that are going to be the super exciting ones. Why? Because we start playing each other all over again. Week 11 for the Bears. They play you guys, Detroit. Week 11 for Detroit, obviously, you play the Bears. Week, uh, <laughs> um, we get into week 12, we play the Bears Monday night. The Vikings do. You guys play on Thanksgiving. You open up the Thanksgiving festivities by beating the Green Bay Packers, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's going to be a fun, fun holiday weekend since we all play, you know, within the division. And I can't wait. It brings on the holiday feeling. No matter how you celebrate, there's nothing like football over the holidays, and especially when the black and blue division of the NFC North plays each other. Yeah. Good old football. Damn, that just got me ready, man. Hey, we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on, Paige. Your Bears can pull hey, it out. Hey, Pay, I believe in the Bears Thursday night, tomorrow night, man. I do too. I believe that's, in them. That's the problem. I believe in them too. 
and that's gotten me no that's gotten me nowhere so far this season. It's <laughs> I'm I'm listening to Dave. He's run down the schedule. You know when we are we got all these division games coming up. I believe the Bears play the Lions twice in three weeks. Um, mm-hmm. You all we play you all week eleven. You then you play Green Bay for Thanksgiving. You come back and play us again week thirteen. Right. Now, you got to buy on thirteen. You play in week fourteen. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Thanks, Dave. 14. We have a week to prepare to lick our wounds after you beat us the first time. Um, well, uh, <laughs> you, you, they'll beat you, then we'll beat you, then you'll have a week to prepare <laughs> for them to beat you again. That's gotta gotta that's get it right. Gotta get it right. Passing us, passing us around. Well, you still gotta line up and play football, man. Like, I, I look at every game as a challenge. There's no guaranteed victories in this league, uh, especially uh, from a Lions point of view, man. We've lost games that we shouldn't have lose in the past. So uh, even this oh. Sunday, uh, we go out to the Chargers. It's a road game. It's a formidable opponent, no matter what their record is. I think they're four and four. Yeah. But uh, they have a, a, a great quarterback. They have a great pass rush. They have a good running back. It's nothing to sleep on. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, the challenge is there, regardless of the record, and you still got to line up and play football. So, that's true. That's true, June. One of the uh, one of the more famous games in the last decade or so happened in this division. It was your team, as you as you say, you still got to line up, and you you've seen your team lose games that you shouldn't have lost. I remember your team came to came to Soldier Field, oh. and and um, I'm blank I'm blank Megatron. He had a game winning touchdown that was taken away from him. Oh, yeah, and they they, from, they changed the rule after that game. Well, that was the beginning yeah, they of did. the year, though, right? That was the first yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens. Football good. Football has a way of footballing. That's I thought correct. you were talking about yeah. when uh, Matt Flynn was the quarterback versus the Packers and the and the. We were, it was the last game of the year. And he was, I think Rodgers was the starter, but Matt Flynn played and destroyed us. And he got paid after that and, and he was never that. good again. Yeah. He went to we still made the playoffs, but it hurt our our standings going into the playoffs. So, yeah. yeah he ran off with that money. He oh, ran yeah. Off never, it was never money. good yeah, again. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I wish someone would pay me to run off. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. So, Any given Sunday, man. Right. You're not you're not lying there, Foster and Dave. Hopefully, well, any given Thursday too. Any given Thursday. <laughs> we we didn't say Thursday. We said. Yeah, we're we're going to root for the Bears this week. We're going to root for the Bears this week. The damage is done. Uh, we don't want you to get the first pick. So we're definitely rooting for the Bears to win tomorrow. I guarantee you. I do not want you guys to get the first two picks, bro. That's the, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> it works out in our favor if we go ahead and beat Carolina. They we push them closer to the first. Then uh if we can if we can lay down for Arizona later on in the season, let them beat us. So we can, you know, nudge them out the way too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a plan. There's a plan in place. It's working out. <laughs> 
Okay, I got a question for you guys, right? I don't know how how much you pay attention to uh to to college football, but the season ends today, right? And you're going into the draft. Who are you taking with your first pick of the draft? And pay, I'll I'll let you start um, because we talked about this a little bit before. I forecast that you don't want. You made it seem like you didn't want Marvin Harrison, and that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But I want to know from Dave, and I want to know from Foster, uh, and be realistic, Foster, because you know we we can't draft Caleb Williams. It's not going to happen. But be realistic. A realistic draft pick that you would like to see at your team, and pay. we'll start with you. So – if if I was to just call it right now, we I think we'll have the number two and three selections. Mm-hmm. If if the season ended right now for you know college and uh, the NFL, so with that being said, I think we could get. Um, I would want to go quarterback and best player available. That's not a wide receiver. Uh, I, the reason why I would not bump Marvin Harrison Jr. is we spent enough assets in the past just under this front office on wide receiver. I, I think we need to, stop, you know, again, doing, doing the hood ornament thing with the offense. We need to start fixing the, uh, fixing the engine, you know, fixing that crack in the windshield, getting new tires. We don't you know, enough with enough with first round, first round pick wide receivers. So let's, let's do some real, let's do some real work. I, I was a big fan when the lions drafted uh, Sewell. Like that, that is a cornerstone type draft pick. We need cornerstone type draft picks. No more wide receivers. I'm sorry, we can, somebody else can take Marvin Harris Jr. So let's grab a quarterback and I believe an offensive tackle for, I think, I forget his name. I think the gentleman coming out of Iowa, uh, it should mm-hmm. be high up there as well. They always that have a good be, one, so it don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Iowa always have a good one. Yeah. I, I, that's that's, that's the way I would want to that's exactly the way I went. Like, oh, well, yeah, the league is half good tight ends in the league from Iowa, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tight yeah, end, you. right? That's the way I would want to go. Um, actually, no. The offensive tackle I'm thinking about is the gentleman from Penn State. Um, I can't pronounce his name, but that's that's probably the way I want to I want to go with this. Fashionu. Yes, that's him. His first name. Uh-huh. I'm with you. And I probably butchered, butchered his last name, but his first name's a lot worse. Dave, who you who you drafted? Well, it depends where we're at. If if we're in typical top, Vikings fashion, top. we'll pick around the twentieth range. Um, okay. If we if the, our luck runs out and we start losing, then we might get ten to fifteen ish. I would love Drake May. Absolutely, I. North Almost Carolina. give my left testicle to Dr- for Drake May. <laughs> um, but beyond that, we're looking at defensive line, somebody impactful, blue chipper on the defensive line, whether it be edge or interior defensive tackle. One I'm looking at right now might be uh, Leonard Taylor out of Miami. Yeah. I would like to see a step up there, an improvement. We definitely need that. 
but we hope to find the quarterback of the future. But that's all now up in the air. We don't know how Jaron Hall will play. We sort of hope to see that. That's why we were excited about him starting last week. And then if Josh Dobbs, if Kevin O'Connell, our coach, is truly a quarterback whisperer, and he got Kirk Cousins to play the best he's ever played, who knows what he's going to do with Josh Dobbs and Jaron Hall. So one of those two could be it. It would be, like I said, if we don't get that quarterback of the future, I want to see it defensive line, interior and or edge rushers, because that's where we're going to need them. Okay. You had Drake. Boston. You have Drake May fall into the twenties. No, he's not going to make it that far. We'd have to. Yeah. We'd have to be losing to be in he's any five. chance of getting Drake May or trade up. That's the only way that's going to happen. But it's just, it's just, you know, wishful thinking at this point. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. he could, you know, it's just. It's and there's a whole kind of realistic. You know, it's got to be a little bit realistic, but you know. Go ahead, Dave. There's, uh, there's a whole chunk of the Vikings fan base that wants to bring Kirk Cousins back. Thinks he can play till he's 85 or something. I, we don't know. He'll be 36 next year coming off a, a ruptured Achilles. If you take his name out of it, no team's going to take a 36-year-old come, quarterback coming off a ruptured Achilles. But it's Kirk Cousins, and half our fan base loves him. And, and there's reason to. I mean, literally, he's had the Best season of his career this year. I don't know how it's going to go. Okay. But I do know if we don't get the quarterback of the future, defensive line or edge. Foster, you got your GM hat on. So um, I think that um, the biggest need we have is edge rusher somebody that can uh, rush the quarterback on the opposite side of Aiden Hutchinson. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not real. I, I wasn't real well-versed in as far as who, who you know, who Don't was falling. Don't worry about it. As long as you got the position. As long as you got yeah, the position. Yeah, but you know what? I, I did. Well, I, I cheated a little bit, and and um, I, I pulled up a mock draft, and they, and they said there's a guy named Landon Jackson. This guy's an edge rusher from Arkansas. They said he's 6'7", 281. I mean, I mm. don't know. I don't that sounds crazy and freakish off off the off the edge. So I'm sold already. Landon Jackson out of Arkansas. <laughs> Not now. I'm about to, now. I'm definitely going to do my my research though because uh, that that sounds that sounds crazy. But if not an edge rusher, definitely a, a shutdown corner as well. Yeah, with with that size, you can move him inside a little bit as well if you need to. You um, would, you would think you would think, yeah. but well, two eighty, um, you'd have to put on some weight maybe, but. I mean, at 6'7", 280, I, I think you could you – know, they move Hutch around. They can move him around. Yeah, uh, just, actually, Hutch is like 6'6", six, six or something like that. He's pretty tall, too. Yeah, but he's, he's like 270, you know what I'm saying? So, Hutch is Hutch. I, yeah, I, I think if I'm going to continue to drink the Kool-Aid, we have to draft Kool-Aid. That's the corner out of uh, Alabama. Oh, they, okay, they, okay, okay. He, he would bravo, bravo. Well. That was good. That was good. He's not going to be a high draft pick. Uh, okay. He'll be first round. He'll be somewhere that's in the top 15, 20. Uh, he'll probably be available by the time uh, Detroit drafts. Uh, he has some Alabama, 
Alabama teammates there as well. They get to be a good fit. He's a great, uh, he's a good corner. We need a corner. Uh, we got uh, uh, Cam Sutton on one corner and Kool-Aid on the other. Uh, you bring back uh, Brian Branch in his second year. Uh, you, you, it's going to be looking good in that defensive backfield. So, and you wouldn't have uh, to rush him. I feel like I feel like you don't necessarily no, have to rush have him to on rush the outside. Him. You can start with Jacobs because Jacobs is. Yeah, you don't have to rush him at all. You know, and you so. could never have enough corners. Never, no, no, no. 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 You see the we, best we pass defense. You see the best pass defense in the league right now, Baltimore. They have they play pretty much five five corners uh all game. <laughs> Bro, yeah, <they> crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who do they play? We don't have last them. we play five safeties. They spanked them. The Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty convincingly. Would you say that? I said we don't have all those good corners, so we play five safeties. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, our dime package is their safeties with out there? four safeties on the field. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound fun. Could be, uh, but we got some. We got some tweeners that are the safety linebacker hybrid types. Yeah, that, uh, okay. Josh Metellus out of June. Where is that a Michigan? That's from Michigan. He's right? a Michigan player. Yeah, he is. Remember. We drafted him what four or five years, four years ago. And mm-hmm. he didn't make the team, came back on the practice squad. Now he's starting. He's the, you know, the sixth man off the bench and uh, championship basketball team. He is that guy as a safety and he gets more snaps than uh, a lot of our backup corners do. It's just, he's that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you a little insight on that guy. When he was recruited by Michigan, he was part of a package deal. They didn't really see him as a get they wanted his his friend <laughs> so he came along with his friend and he actually blossomed in to be a, a good player for michigan and is, is uh, his friend in the yeah. league anymore or i mean is he did he make the league or was he the one i don't that think his blossomed? friend made the league no damn I don't think they, lucked, they the lucked out on that one yeah but uh wow. he turned He's around and he turned in to be a, a starter at michigan like he was a three-star and he turned into being a starter his uh, junior year. Uh, he actually uh, he he played the same position as Jabril Peppers right after Peppers left, and he filled in the gap pretty good. And actually, like he said, he went to Minnesota. I think he got waived or cut. Yeah, he and then, was, went through his first camp, got waived, brought back on the mm-hmm. practice squad, and then it was about year three. He started out as a kick returner, punt returner. Mm-hmm. And it was about year three, things suddenly clicked. And he's gotten mm-hmm. nothing but better. He can literally call the whole defense. He's he's that good. It just, the switch went on and he became a savant. And yeah. you have uh, Harrison Smith says he could run the DB room. He's literally knows it that well. And he's like always I said, been he's, a smart guy. Yeah, and they're playing him as a hybrid linebacker, and he's been doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. Hate to say that it, was but it's not that Michi- Michigan not. education. <laughs> anyway, Foster, uh, the knock on him in college is he, is he didn't have the speed, but he had everything else. So that it was perfect for him to 
play like a linebacker position in in the NFL because that gave him an advantage. He was uh, fast and he was he's a fast linebacker. He's a as a, as a safety, he's mediocre as far as speed. So it's a good it's a good fit for him. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for him. We gave him a yeah, second Josh contract. Metellus. He's doing well. Yeah, good old Josh Metellus, man. That about wrap it up for this week. Uh, I want to say, say thank you to the guys that are here. Uh, it's been uh, a, a, a nice journey so thus far. Uh, Ten episodes in at the midway season point. Uh, and I, I, I love the chemistry. I love the conversations. Uh, I'm glad we get to continue this and uh, hopefully uh, going forward into uh, next season as well, doing the same very thing, man. And it's been pretty, pretty, pretty nice and uh, good from a camaraderie uh, point. I didn't know what to expect uh, when, st- when starting this, uh, but it's been a, uh, it's been a joy. Um, I like the show. I like what we're doing. I like our conversations. So I want to say thank you for, uh, for, uh, I don't even, I know it wasn't my idea at all, but whosever idea it was, I want to thank, thank you, Pay, uh, for, uh, for extending, uh, the, the, the olive branch (laughs) in the name of football so we can talk (laughs) about it. And I expected a lot more just, Arr, trash talk, but yeah, this is this is good. This is good. Well, I can tell you, I have fans that look forward to this show, that listen to the Vikings okay. first and skull, but they look forward to this show every week. Okay, that's probably because uh, Green Bay's not on here that much. But <laughs> hey, or when they are, we still pick on them. <laughs> so win win. So, um. Before we get out of here, we can, uh, Dave, you can tell the people where they can see you and uh, listen to your show and when's your next airing and all that good stuff. Well, you can find us at Vikings First and Skull. Uh, that's found on YouTube. We have our next live show tonight. This is Wednesday as we record at 6 p.m. with the Real Forno Show. And then we'll go live again on Saturday at four in the afternoon with two old bloggers, which is myself and Darren Campbell, two old guys that been that have been writing and commenting publicly for over two decades piece on this team. And of course, we go live at the two-minute warning for every game. And if that means if the game goes to overtime, you get to watch it live with us. And last week's with Josh Dobbs come from behind win. We rolled that last two minutes, and it was wild as he drove down and got the score. That's We encourage everybody to watch. If you cannot watch, catch the podcast on Fans First Sports Network. But those aren't the only podcasts on Fans First Sports Network for Vikings First and Skull, and we're Vikings First and Skull over there as well. We also do content for podcasts and podcasts only. You catch a few of our shows. We have Purple and Gold for Days with Justin Day. He's on there. We'll also get this week a Sculling with Friends as I get Wesley Coleman from the Dome Patrol as we talk about the New Orleans Saints. And we got a bonus for you. We have a writing side 
over at Fans First Sports Network, where you get to see writers like Jaden Lewis talk about, and this last week, he just posted a story yesterday about five of the weirdest numbers that came out of last week's game. And they'll blow your mind. It's, you know, that is the, are UFOs real type sort of stuff? These numbers were wild. First time in the NFL numbers, 102 years of history. First time happened. Stuff like that. It's a wild. We love Fans First Sports Network. We encourage everybody to follow your team, your favorite team, whether it be the Vikings, but especially all of the NFC North. Right. Hey. You can find the Bear Claw Pod everywhere you can get your podcasts. It's Apple, Google, Spotify, Chrome, Safari. Tell Alexa to play the Bear Claw Pod. She can whip it up right for you. You're also available on YouTube, uh, TikTok, Facebook. Check us out and interact with us there as well. We got good content posted just on those visual-only platforms memes great clips poll fan polls things of that nature so come and come and check us out that's the bear claw pod from fans first sports network okay foster um you can find us on instagram bleachers to speakers uh, we're on all mm-hmm. audio podcast platforms. You can catch us on YouTube at Motor City Metrics. Yeah, Bleachers to Speakers. Also on uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. Alexa. Uh, we go live Monday nights, 7 o'clock. Uh, Bleachers to Speakers. We also have a Pistons, Detroit Pistons podcast. Uh, that is called Post Game Podcast with me and B. Foster, and we talk Pistons basketball. Uh, the next time you'll be able to catch Bleachers to Speakers is the initial reaction show, and that would happen immediately after the the game Sunday where the uh, Detroit Lions play the Chargers, and that'll be roughly around 7.30 Eastern time where me and Foster give a quick immediate reaction of the game it's a little five to ten minute show. Uh, it's usually a little longer if we win. It's short and sweet after a loss. Uh, but a- other than that, Monday night to seven o'clock, uh, we didn't have a show this week because uh, uh, I was sick. I'm still going through a little something. Uh, so we didn't have a show this week. And plus we had a bye week as well. So uh that about do it for me. Do you have anything you want to say before you get out of here? You want to, you want to, any bear downs or first and skulls y'all want to chant before we get out of here? It's always bear down, Joe. <laughs> hey, always. it's always skull Vikings. And I'm going to flush the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> thanks for showing up. Till next week. <laughs>